Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. How did you find out that he was, uh, he had moved on quite that quickly and, and, and brusquely? Well, I would actually say he didn't move on. He cheated. Right. <laughs> he um, was messaging her while we were still dating. Just, I couldn't bring myself to read most of them. They were horrendous. This is the plaintiff, Craig Whittleson. He says the defendant's his ex-girlfriend. And when he broke up with her, she maliciously vandalized his belongings because his new girlfriend had purchased them for him. He understands the defendant's not happy he's with someone else, but that certainly doesn't give her the right to trash his stuff. He's suing for $616.35, the amount he's owed. This is the defendant, Alyssa. She says the plaintiff left her for one of her friends. And needless to say, she felt blindsided. She snapped and did damage some of the things his new girlfriend bought him. They came up with a settlement of $345, which she paid him. Now he's turning around and trying to up the price on her. And that's not fair. She's accused of completely losing it. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Million is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, Your Honor. All right, Mr. Widowson, what happened? All right. Um, so I was over at my girlfriend's, um, and when I'd come back, I realized that my PlayStation 5 and my comics and an iPod um, and a controller and a video game had been broken. Who was breaking your stuff? Alyssa. What relationship did you have with Alyssa? She was she was my girlfriend. Oh, so she was my ex girlfriend. My ex girlfriend. Right. I know she's your ex girlfriend now. Who was she? Your girlfriend when this happened? No. Okay. So you had broken up when? We had broken up. Um, I think a week. Okay. After. Okay. Okay. So you had a new girlfriend, and you were at the new. That was mighty quick. And mm. you were at the new girlfriend's house when old girlfriend came over to your place. By the way, how long had you been dating? Almost two. Almost two years. Since high school? 
Yes. Because you guys are pretty young. How old are you? I'm 19. And how old are you, Alyssa? 20. Okay. So had you been living together? Uh, I'd say partially. Okay. And uh, were you living at your parents' house? Yes. Okay. So who lets Alyssa into the house? I really don't know. I believe it was my mother. Okay. And uh, then uh, she lets Alyssa into your room? Yes. And the stuff that Alyssa damaged, are they things she knew belonged to you? Yes. Were they stuff that you had while you were with her? Partially, yeah. Like what? Like the PlayStation 5, um, the comics, and the iPod. What am I looking at in this picture? That would be the PlayStation 5. And those are the HDMI ports. That is the controller that had had his top ripped off. And those are the bent comics. I mean, I don't even see them bent in here. So how do you find out that this damage has been done? Um, when I came home um, the night of hanging out with my girlfriend, um, I went to go turn on the PlayStation 5 and had realized that it, it wouldn't turn on. Um, so I checked the power source and the power cord was gone. And then I went to lift up the controller and the top came off. And that's when I realized that the ports were damaged. And I started searching my room for more damage. And I saw that my comics had been bent and the iPod. Right. But how did you figure out what had happened? I assume. Did you know that, she was um, there? No, I didn't. So did, did you go know. out and ask your parents, hey, was she here? Like, what? what did, yeah. How did you figure out that she did it? Um, I came to my mom and I told her uh, what what happened. And she said she had no idea. She let Alyssa in and she said she must have done it when she came in. All right, Alyssa, what's going on? So um, that day was when I was collecting the last of my things. Uh, his new girlfriend, which for privacy reasons, I will reference a different name. So I'll just go by Abby. Abby had shared text messages that they were sending between each other. Um, with her friend. Why would you care to keep her private? She wrecked your life. That's kind of sweet on your part. But uh, so (laughs) so we'll call her new girlfriend, shall we? And uh, how did you find out that he was uh, he had moved on quite that quickly and, and, and brusquely? Well, I would actually say he didn't move on. He cheated. Right. (laughs) He um, was messaging her while we were still dating. Just I couldn't bring myself to read most of them. They were horrendous. Um, I just didn't even know how to react. And so then when I got those messages from the new girlfriend's friend informing informing me they were still messaging each other, that's when I went over to the house to just collect the last of my things. And that was my true intent when I got there. But of course, then what happened? So I got in there. And I the night that you guys are talking about this, when when is it that you discover these messages? What time of the night? He had come home around 3 a.m. after hanging out with new girlfriend, but at the time was just his friend. You thought that that he was just with friends or you thought she was just a friend. Yeah, I thought men and women can't be friends. Um, All right. Uh, (laughs) So that's not true, but it's often true. Um, so high alert. <laughs> That's all I'm saying is high alert. Um, all right. So now he comes home and you have just caught the messages on his phone. Um, it was actually that iPod that he mentioned. I looked at Messenger and I saw that he had changed the pet name for her 
to the same pet name that he had for me. Really? Which was my one and only. Really? And was she a friend of yours? She was my friend for about seven to eight years. Like a close friend? Yeah, I would say she was fairly close. I helped her through a lot of breakups. It's funny because one of her friends did this exact same thing to her, and I was helping her every step of the way through that. But <laughs> All right, so it's three in the morning. You're talking to him, and you think things are going to be okay? Yeah, because I don't know if a lot of people, I, I, I'm sure that a lot of people experience this, but when I looked at his face, he still looked like Craig. You know, he didn't turn into this horrible monster cheater. Like, he still looked like himself. So did you guys break up that night? Not that I was aware of. I'm pretty sure. In fact, according to you, that night you had physical relations. Yeah, it was, I'm sorry, not that night. It was the next night. We were still talking about it, and I was just trying to figure out if he wanted to move on. And then, yeah, he had sexual relations with me. And then the next morning, he was kicking me out of the house. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You go over there a few days later, and what happens? What do you do to his stuff? So when I got those messages, I did act rash, and it was definitely a blind act of rage. I was very uncaring towards this stuff. The PS4, I did stick a foreign object. I can't remember exactly what it was into the ports and bent them. And then I threw the controller, and I remember having the iPod. I was pretty forceful with it. And, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think back because it's been about a year. (laughs) So just trying to think back on the event. And with all the emotion rising, it was really hard to remember exactly what happened in detail because I was just trying not to throw up at that point. (laughs) I was trying to get everything and get out. When uh, when you get back to wherever, you, where did you go, by the way? From his house? Yeah. I went to my aunt's house. All right. So, and at some point when you're at your aunt's house, do you collect your thoughts and say, wow, I or does someone call you and say, what did you do? How, did, how, does, how does everything pan out after that? A hundred percent. I um, felt horrible and I was contemplating reaching out, but I didn't want to over like breach and I was like well I'm not blocking them I'll give open access contact and uh they didn't message me for around two days and it was then I found out it was because he was sleeping over at this girl's house so he hadn't even come home all right so so when does someone say hey what did you do is it him is it his mom who is it um I believe it was his oldest sister on my behalf along with his sister-in-law just harassing me about ignoring those messages. But my older sister, well, his, sorry, his older sister reached out. I was at work at the time, so I was a bit nervous. I talked to the manager, 
And she told me to like not like respond for now and to block them for now, which was a stupid mistake. So I was glad that they reached out another way. And then we set up a meeting point. Okay, tell me what the older sister and the mother said to you. They were just talking about where we want to meet and um, meet most for of it what? Was actually, for what purpose? Oh, to pay back the PS five and to pay back for the damages. Okay. And I also were they mad at you? Yeah, they were, well, yeah, they were fairly mad. And I, of course, like, I was fine with that because I knew that what I did was wrong. But they weren't, like, overly mad and, like, Did you tell them that their son was a cheater with a friend of yours? Yeah, I sent them messages. Did they feel bad about it or they they said that's not what we're concerned about? They did. That That's um, what happened when I actually got there is that they were like, I know that what you did came from a place of pain. Like, I know you're not like this because I lived with them for two years. So they started to know me as well as me, you know, being his girlfriend. So they had some sympathy for me. So what did they say to you at that meeting? They were mainly just talking about like what happened. And I mostly was just like, how do I pay this back? And so I gave them the rest of my scholarship money, which was $345. And um, I asked, well, how, how else would you like me to pay? I know this isn't going to cover it. And they told me like, hey, it's fine. Like, I, we understand that this happened. This should help cover the damages. So I assume that it was fine then. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So when is the next time you hear from uh, Craig that he wants more money? Oh, yes. I should have also mentioned, sorry, that at that meeting spot, I told them that Craig could contact me if there was anything else they need to reach out about. And then he blocked me. So I assumed that was it. And the last I heard from Craig was right now when he sued me. A year later. Yep. All right. Mr. Whittleson, how is it that this was not resolved at the meeting when you sent your emissaries to meet with her to discuss the damages? So um, I had not sent them out. Um, They didn't tell me that that price was okay. It wasn't until later down the road that they said that 350 was going to be okay. And I said um, that that won't cover the price of what a PS5 is worth now. Um, It's double the price now. Um, And it technically isn't my property to be saying that that price was okay. Um, What do you mean? um, So the PS5... Um, it was still being paid on um, by my new girlfriend's dad. Well, um, why is your new girlfriend's dad buying you a gaming toy? I don't get it. it that was already at your house for when she had still had her stuff there? Um, yes. Okay. And, and my understanding is that the dad then contacts you? Yeah. The I dad of mention. the new girlfriend contacts you and says what? He says basically, hey, I'm going to do a police report on you and ruin your life if you don't give me $1,000. This is These are the texts between you and the father of the uh, your friend who started dating your boyfriend? Yes. You can call me later or text me. I'd rather deal with you. You just have to make arrangements with me so I know what's going on because you're a good person. I have nothing against you. I like you. It's just one of those things we do sometimes. We don't think. But... I, it replaced or paid for. I don't want to take the next step. If you don't want to take care of it, you won't like that. So I'm being nice here. Um, here's the thing, Mr. Whittleson. What I'm not getting is uh, there's a meeting and at the meeting, things are discussed. And 
they say, that's fine, 350 will do it. You don't debate that. You say they didn't have the authority to say that. But you took the 350, right? They came home and told you, here's the 350. Yes, and I right. attracted that. Oh, that's big of you. Because the problem that we have here, you go to the police, right, Ms. Alyssa? And what do the police say to you? They tell me that because those two were speaking on his behalf, because that was also the home property, like they were the owners of the home as well. And I was acting under the assumption that they were speaking on his behalf. Again, he didn't contact me with any other new information. The police said that was settled outside of court. There was Right. If There's a concept in the law called accord and satisfaction. OK. And it means the courts want to encourage people to resolve cases. All right. So when people resolve cases instead of going to court, then we say, great, that's done. We don't let you then bring a lawsuit a year later as well. Um, why is it a year later? And if 350 that you accepted wasn't enough, why didn't you make a claim right away or talk to her right away or demand more in a text right away? How does a year pass? And then daddy calls her and says, oh, you know what? That was actually mine because I'm still paying on it. Had your girlfriend given you that as a gift? Is that the idea? Yes, I believe so. And so because daddy's still paying for the gift that daddy can't afford and daughter can't afford (laughs) to give boyfriend who's fresh off the girlfriend he's lived with for two years by a few days because of that all of a sudden he's gonna come and threaten her with the police a year later you can tell me that they didn't have the authority to go there and talk to her about the damages but i gotta tell you if it looks like a duck walks like a duck and quacks like a duck i usually find it to be a duck they're meeting with her they accept the money you accept the money from them. You knew they were meeting with her. Why do you send them to meet with her if you, they're, you're not giving them the authority to settle the case? And if they didn't tell her, yes, this will do it, go vaya con Dios, then why aren't they here to tell me that they didn't say that? Because I don't believe they wanted to be on. Right. So here's what I have. I have people who went to talk to her about resolving the damages. She going to meet them. They taking 350 and saying that'll do it. And you acting like that did it for almost a year. You know what? If it was good enough for you then, it's good enough for me now. I'm ruling in favor of the defense. This was settled out of court. And listen to me. I can hear from the sound of your voice that you are still in pain, Ms. Alyssa, over what it is that happened here. But it's time for you to move on, right? And I don't know if you have, I hope you have, maybe part of your breaking up while you're telling me this story is your embarrassment and humiliation at how you behaved and how you were treated. Maybe that's part of it. But I hope that you have moved on because you are 20. Like way best years of your life are not even in the horizon yet, sweetheart. You understand that, right? Verdict for the defendant. Thank you. So the judge finds for the defendant in this case, the plaintiff, Mr. Whittison, is not going to get any money, more money out of her. Uh, How do you feel about that? What are you thinking, Mr. Whittison? Um, I hope Alyssa has a good rest of her life. I'm sorry. I'm truly, truly sorry that I did that to her. And well, that's that's bad. All right. Well, fair enough. Hope she can accept that. Alyssa, what do you think about what what he just said to you? He's he's 
he's sorry he did this. He sued you for this. What do you think? Well, that's the first time he actually apologized to me for the whole event. So I guess that's something to hear. I mean, I'm just glad that, that it's over and they can no longer contact me about this. All right. Good luck to you. And, and I'm glad you don't have to pay. You've won. Good luck. All right. That'll wrap up this really intriguing case. Harvey? So, Doug, it's as simple as this. When you make a deal to settle a dispute, that in the law is called an accord in satisfaction. That means you can't turn around and get a second bite of the apple by suing because you didn't get all the money you might be entitled to. When you settle, you settle for good. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case inside the courtroom. Hey, judges, I heard you like the cartoon series South Park. Who's your favorite South Park character? Uh, Cartman, by far. Cartman. He's ridiculous. Everything out of right. his mouth is ridiculous. Right. It's always funny. He's, he's yeah. definitely my yeah. favorite, not because he's likable, but because he's hysterical. What I like about, about Cartman also is he is so manipulative. He really and is. And he's, he's highly intelligent. He's just diabolical. And he's, he's like the villain who usually the plans blow up in his face right. somehow <laughs> at, some, at some point in, in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, my favorite character is probably uh, PC Principal. Oh, that's right. Because because you dressed, you actually dressed up as PC Principal. Right. You looked just like him when I, he came I, in in season I put twenty. The sunglasses and, on and started to 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 khakis and all that to stuff. get everybody right. uh, politically correct in the high school in the right. elementary right. school. It's funny because I'm usually not politically correct, but sometimes I am, and never in a hurtful way. But. Um, and he is absolutely politically correct about everything, always, every second. He chooses his words rather carefully. And uh, it's hilarious. So it's kind of a guilty pleasure for us to watch that once in a while, right? Yeah. These are the plaintiffs, Jan Safarik and Jennifer Lee Harbour. Jan says he and his girlfriend rented a room in the defendant's house. And once they got there, they realized the environment was hostile. That's right, the defendant blamed them for stealing her food, stealing too much Wi-Fi. And they couldn't take it any longer and moved out. The defendant refuses to return their money. And they're here suing her for the $525. They say they're owed. This is the defendant, Christy West. She says the plaintiffs almost caused her death by leaving a door open, which exposes dangerous stairs. They did indeed steal her food, and they're out of their minds if they think she's the one who owes them money. She's accused of holding on tight to the cash. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs say that they rented a room from the defendant, but the place was such a hostile environment, they bailed. Now they want their money back. But the defendant says the plaintiffs almost caused her death because they left a dangerous door open, which led to a treacherous staircase. They stole her food, and she's glad they moved out. It's the case of get a room, a non-hostile one. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, uh, let me hear from the plaintiffs first. The two of you were renting a place from Ms. West? Yes. And how much were you paying per month? Uh, it was fourteen fifty for the first three months, uh, which was supposed to include the utilities. Okay, and how long did you folks live there before a problem came up? Well, it was about the first month 
and that the problems started and they escalated to a point that we decided to move out earlier. All right, and what were the problems? There was, there was a problem between Jennifer and the landlady that escalated to a point that Jennifer was starting to be accused of. Okay, so Jennifer, you maybe know. you can speak now and tell me what the problem you had with the landlady was. First of all, was she living in there with you guys? Yes, ma'am. And was anybody else living there? Well, she told me that there was a teacher that lived upstairs and she had a man that was kind of like her butler that lived there. And I thought she had the downstairs turned into a living room because her foot was hurt. But it comes to find out that she had several people living there. She had people living in the backyard that were Mexicans that were on meth. And she said she would give them just a bowl every day to get by. There was like five dogs in the house that were biting everybody. Um, she had like two people living in the garage, two people living in a back garage in the back of the house that was all just thrown to. And it was just police getting called every day. And it was a really scary environment. Okay. What was the problem that you, that uh, Mr. Safarik was saying had arisen between you and the landlord? What were the what was a specific well, problem? Christy. Christy actually has a great personality and she's really funny, but she, she reminds me of my mother a lot, but she's just so dramatic and theatrical and she needs so much attention that she's not getting for whatever reason that she will yell every time you go past the steps, like she wants you to help her cook dinner. She wants you to help her take some trash out or help her, you know, I don't mind helping her, but it's like, we couldn't work. We couldn't do anything. We were getting screamed at. Um, it was just scary. It was filthy. It was a nightmare. And then right, you didn't have a lease, right? This was a month to month. We were, we're going month to month. And like, okay. as soon as we moved in her son, I guess he lost his job or something. So he started living on the couch in the living room. And it was just oh like, God. it was just so many people there, but I think he needed a place to live. So she was trying to start being real mean to us to get us to move. And I wasn't going to let it work. So Ms. West, what uh, seems to be the problem that you kept their security? I, I kept uh, some of their security. I kept the uh, cleaning deposit. And first first and foremost, I don't know if it matters now, but she has totally misrepresented um, the living situation, totally. Okay, you tell this me is, what it this, was. It's a 4,500-square-foot house, and I rent out the top floor, and everybody pitches in for cleaning and for um, things of that nature, and she can neither cook nor clean nor do any of this. And um, that that is the situation. All right. These folks lived there how long? It, it was coming up on three months, I believe, by the time they got out. Okay. And why is it that you kept their security deposit? What did you keep? You kept the cleaning deposit. Tell me what that is. I got 650 of 1500 Okay. I never got the full deposit. And uh, she had nothing to do with this. I ran it to Philip. Okay. And she was... Um, with him. Okay. But where did you, what, what gives you the right to keep $250 for cleaning? What gives you that right? This is San Francisco. It's not, you know, it's not Tulsa or Nashville yeah. or, you know, it just costs more. And that's what, that's what I normally pay the woman that, um, okay. Cleans but for me. what gives you the right to deduct it from their security deposit? Do you have an agreement with them? Did they sign something that said, 
We agree to pay you $250 for cleaning our room. We didn't sign. We didn't sign anything. Okay. In San Francisco, that's the standard. Yeah. Ms. West, I need you to listen to me. I understand that things are very expensive in San Francisco. That's not the question before me. The question before me is, do you have a legal right to withhold $250 of a security deposit to cover cleaning? And the answer to that. I believe that I do. No. And I'm telling you, you don't. And the answer to that will lie in. What, it doesn't matter whether it's San Francisco, Tulsa, or Nashville. The answer to that will lie in, well, how did they leave it? Did they leave it so filthy that it required 250 to clean it? So now I expect to see pictures that you're going to show me that, sh- that show me how dirty they left it. Do you have any such pictures? Yes or no? No, I do not. Okay, I don't gotcha. take pictures. Now, I do the not next, take pictures. Oh, like well, that. you might want to. All right, so the cleaning deposit was the first thing you deducted. What's the next thing you deducted? I deducted money for the for the food that she constantly stole. Tell me about that. Out of the refrigerator, the cabinets. He had her on some kind of a crazy starvation diet where he would give her two ounces of pasta. How do you know he had her on a diet? Eat. Well, I don't know if it was a diet, but I mean, it was. This is what he did. He had her. He cooked every night, and he cooked two ounces of pasta. So sometimes I would offer her a, a dish or something, but she would go in the refrigerator and eat everything and just continue continue and how i complained you know to that? philip how did you know that that it was, it was gone and she admitted it okay so you talked to her and she admitted it yeah okay but what evidence do you have that would justify Sorry, assume, she's very keeping, she's a problematic how, person okay, okay how much money and, did you keep for food that you suspect she ate of yours and how think, is it i you, think i took 75 dollars. right but how do you pick the 75 dollars as the value of that's it? how much i spend money on groceries right and I, but how, what I, proof I do you have that it's 75 dollars worth of eating two times or whatever times like how are you coming up with the math well i'm educated i'm okay. educated i don't write everything down I keep track of things. And All right. What else I know did how you, much? What else did you subtract from the security deposit? I split the money that she stole from my son, who does not live on my couch, by the way. He's a professional poker player, world known, world renowned, What's world his name? loved, and he came to visit. What's his name? And um, she pretends to be a psychic, and um, when she pretended to be a psychic, she she told him. Uh, Jack seven was our card. And then my son told me, Oh my God. He said, that's the woman that looked me up on the internet because he won a, he won a fairly, fairly significant, uh, tournament and he won with Jack seven. Um, I don't know what you're my, saying. My what are you son, saying? She stole a hundred dollars from your son. Yeah. A hundred dollar bill. Know? He had it How wrapped you know? around his license. How do you know that she so stole she, it? She, she was observed. Okay. She, she told them she where to find the by license. Whom? By, by my son. Okay, is your son here to testify? No, my son is not here to testify. Okay, gotcha. He's so, in Colorado. So according to you, your son saw her stole it or assumes she did because she told him where the license was? He saw her with the license he saw her with the license prior to it disappearing. And then it disappeared. Okay, and then now she told I'm gonna that's to what we call hearsay. So now I'm gonna and plus it's not your hundred dollars, so you can't sue for it. Your son would have to. So you can't deduct a okay. hundred dollars for that. Are you psychic, Miss Harbor? Uh, I'm an astrologer. I'm not psychic, but he was sleeping on the couch, so I took an educated guess that it would be lost in the couch cushion is where he found it. <laughs> and his card, according to astrology, is a jack of clubs and it's not a jack of sevens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, I don't know. It was Jack Seven. It wasn't Jackie Clubs. It was Jack Seven. And okay, that's what she told everybody us. stop and talking my, about my what other card son, it my was. Other and let me ask you, Ms. Harbor, did you steal 100 bucks? No, ma'am. Now, um, okay, fine. I didn't deduct 100. I had deducted 50. I split it with her. You split it with her. Either she stole 100 yeah. or she didn't steal 100. Which is it? Of course she did. That doesn't mean that I can't, you know, I, 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 told, I was very compassionate toward her because she's, she's goofy. I'm sorry. And it doesn't become apparent until after a while. But Jennifer has been knocked off Facebook for defending her whiteness. I mean, she's a very prejudiced and our family and our house is not a prejudiced household. Okay. It was very difficult. Okay. She opened, she opened the bathroom door and had it lined up so that if I had gone in there in the night, and it's completely pitch black there, so if I had gone in there in the night, I would have fallen down the stairs to my death. Why wouldn't you put the light on if it's pitch black? It, it's not, my house is not set up that way. There's no light in that little section. Well, it sounds very dangerous. All right, you also withheld, how much did you withhold for the floors? Oh, I, I think it was $50. I can't remember right now. When she poured the beer over my bedroom floor and the water. How did she pour the beer? Tell me how she poured a beer over your bedroom floor. She came into my room and she took the can. First, she took the water bottle and she threw it against the, the dresser and it broke and water went everywhere. Why did she, wait, tell me the circumstances that led to that. Why is someone throwing a water bottle against your dresser? She was leaving. She, I'm telling you, okay. she's a nutcase. I'm sorry. She's a troubled girl. Philip has never given us any problems. The only problem that Philip gave us was that the two of them ran two businesses out of their bedroom and took all the bandwidth. Okay. And that's what started this problem. Okay. Mr. Safarik, um, did you want to respond to any of this? I have to say that, yeah, she was very nice. At the beginning, she cooked for us and offered food. And um, But Jenny turned out to be um, allergic and she just it's kind of, I don't know, the word would be dainty, you know, how she is. And uh, Yeah, but was she stealing food? The other people in the house are, you know, kind of like heavier people, you know, that require more food. Uh, Jennifer is, is a rather small girl, and there is no way that she could eat all that food, you know. Like, okay, did you ever talk to her? Did you ever, did you ever confront yes, her? And, tell, and she said, I'm not taking the food. I don't know of, what she's talking about. Of course, of okay. course, yeah. We, we talked about it many times, but I really arrived to the conclusion that it, it couldn't be Jennifer. Did Jennifer like, throw a water bottle at the dresser when she was leaving? I wasn't, I wasn't there in the room. I was like right outside the room. I know they like yelled at each other. There was some, you know, commotion. But and he saw, he saw, he saw yeah, water got spilled. Some water. water got spilled, but that's all I know about it. Okay. How would water spilling uh, on the floor cause you to have to refinish the floors, Ms. West? It's because the floors are wooden. Okay, I know, but and usually you, you can pour, wipe. I had to, You're right. So do you have any I evidence? Wipe them up, up because I had to wait. I had to wait for the police to come. Okay. And so they sat there. The beer sat there. She took the can and poured it all over and said, this is just the beginning. And then the same thing with the water. This is what she did what happened with for the, the police? entire time. What happened with the police? The police came. They told me they couldn't arrest her because they weren't there. But the fact that she was moving, he said, I could, he said, you can get a restraining order. And I said, well, I was a little uncomfortable about getting a restraining order, someone in my house. Do you have any pictures of anything you're talking about? I had the floor repaired. So there's nothing. Well, I yeah, you could take a picture that. before having the floor repaired. Did you? No, I didn't have a picture before. I didn't know she was going to pour beer all over the floor. 
Ms. Harbour, I want to hear about the argument you had with, with Ms. West, because I'm sure something happened. Well, it was accumulation of every day constantly accusing me of stealing this, stealing that. Uh, she just kept screaming at me until I just snapped and I just start screaming at her back. And then I was kind of scared and I backed up and it knocked off the beer and she starts screaming at me to clean up the beer off the floor. So I just, you know, I was dramatic. Yeah, I did spill some water and beer, but it was like I was just so stressed out because she kept screaming at me and I lost my cool and I feel bad that I did that. All right. The deposit was six fifty. She returned one twenty-five, correct? Uh, one thirty, actually. One thirty. All right. So then yeah. you're suing for five twenty. Five twenty. All right. 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 Um, I'm going to make Ms. Harbor pay Ms. West a hundred dollars for cleaning the water and the beer off, not getting new floors. But you can't keep 250 for cleaning if you can't show me that there was $250 worth of cleaning required because there's no standard. Well, no, here's listen. What I can no, do. this is the part where you need to listen to me. There's no standard deduction for cleaning. There's no such animal. All right? You either have to agree beforehand that there not. is a standard. Absolutely not true. I know. In San Francisco. I know you're special in San Francisco. I know you're special in San Francisco, darling. I know. They pay, and they mm -hmm. leave. They pay a cleaning deposit. Mm -hmm. They knew when they moved in that there was a cleaning. Had they know? Had they, had they no know? Money. How would they know? Because I told them we talked it over, and Julian. Okay, was there. watch this, Mister Safari. Did you ever agree that, to a two hundred and fifty dollars cleaning deposit? No. Absolutely. Oh, watch that. How'd that go? That didn't go so well. I'm allowing you to keep a hundred dollars, and I'm ordering you to return four hundred and twenty dollars. Verdict for the plaintiffs. So the plaintiffs are going to get $420 back from the defendant. Ms. West, you heard the judge. You got to give $420 back. What, what's your reaction? My reaction is, is that the judge doesn't know. Probably the judge does not uh, do very much with rentals. And in San Francisco, when you move into a property, when you leave, it wasn't just about their room. They, she never, they never cleaned anything. It was the entire house Ms. West, that they didn't clean. Ms. West, yes. let me just tell you, yes. the judge heard your testimony. She found against you. You got to give them $420 back. All right. That's the judge's decision. Sorry about it. Ms. Harbour, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, Ms. West was saying a lot of things about you during this testimony, mm -hmm. and uh, you had almost no reaction. It was very interesting. Didn't it bother you or not? You were listening carefully. Well, I know. it bothers me, but she just reminds me of a sad person and she's funny and she's a sad person. And I feel so sorry for her. I can't even be offended by her outrageous comments. And when I finally did get offended, I did flip out. It cost me $100, but I think it was worth it. Okay, Harvey. Doug, a landlord has a duty to disclose to a prospective tenant that other tenants are living in the same place. That is a material fact that simply needs to be disclosed. The question is, what kind of dog is Sammy? Our dog, Sammy. Okay, that was a mystery for a little while, at least among my children, because they were all But like, let, well, let's be clear. This was, she was not a rescue. No. And I'm allergic, right. so. I bought this dog knowing what kind of dog I was getting. Which basically. is a Labradoodle. Right. 
But the kids would argue that, well, she doesn't really look like a she, Labrador. She does. Her hair's too straight or this or that. She's like other a schnauzer. So finally, our youngest, Sophie, decided to have a DNA test done. She actually did. Right. And it, okay. But the DNA test was like 100 bucks or right. something, right? So she kept asking us to pay right. her. So we're and not we kept saying, we don't no, care what no, kind of no. And then she got the DNA test. And then she, her business plan was all messed up, right? <laughs> then she thought she could get everybody to pay. Right. She's like, well, everybody, if you want to find out what kind of dog Sammy really is, you have to pay me 20 bucks. Right. Right. And she asked everybody and she kept at it for about a week or two. And then finally, and she no was, one cared. No right. one gave her a penny. And then you finally, she couldn't get, stand you it. You got to sell the subscriptions up front. That was what <laughs> she didn't get. So her business plan was terrible. Terrible. But finally, she just caved and said, oh, okay. And she showed us all. And it, yes, she's a Labradoodle. She is a Labradoodle.